die. You're gonna die. Do yeah. I have to say my name? Can I just do nothing? Oh, okay, I'll do that. I gotcha, okay. Welcome to the Rogue Agenda <laughs> Podcast with Dick and Tanner. And we're gonna start with opening and eating some food. This is Biscolata, and it's gonna tell us what mood we're in. Yeah, and you haven't had these, and I have tried these. Yeah. I, they, like, these aren't quite as, like, disgusting as the... I get that rhymes, they're bizarre. But they are bizarre. They're kind of weird. I just wanted to see, like, what if it's gonna tell me what mood I'm in. For anybody that can't see... They're like a puffed, round pastry about the size of a marble that have chocolate in it. Yeah, cookie biscuit with milk chocolate cream filling. Galette con rellano de chocolate. I bought them one of the days they were on sale because they were like 49 cents. Oh, okay. And I'll reserve judgment. We'll get to that. We'll get to my judgment. You get quite a bit for a dollar. Right. There's a reason I wanted to start with these. So I uh, I got two, like it looks like the one guy's giving the other guy a hand job. <laughs> it does look, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it? It looks like they're working on something yeah. together. Let me see what this one means. Teamwork. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to think so. Friendship. I don't know. It doesn't. It's not really on here. Mine's like a soccer ball hitting a Oh, net. yeah, it's friendship. They're, they're friendshipping each other's. Mine's a soccer ball hitting a net. That doesn't represent a feeling to me. Yeah, no, but just, they're kind of weird. You can tell it's like a, a little cookie pastry thing that's yeah. puffed first, and then they like inject, inject chocolate. Yeah. It's got like a track mark in the back yeah, of it. Yeah, it's like a cracker with chocolate on the inside. There's something American like this, but I don't know what it is. I really like them. They're awesome. Yeah, I think they're sweet. The chocolate's like... It's funny, it's kind of... It's only on one side, basically. They're kind of, like, lopsided. Yeah. But it's still kind of creamy. And well, they do not, taste uh, good. I guess I would say it's not, like, hard. It's pretty good. There's another... They're Japanese. They remind me of the old EO fudge cookies. Before they changed them, because yeah. they're different now. And I don't like them. Mm-hmm. These remind me of those. Like, they're, like, a real buttery kind of cookie. And then the chocolate's, like, yeah, these are awesome. super sweet. I usually eat the box... Immediately, you know, yeah. every time I get them. Because how many calories are they? 247. That's not terrible. It's not good, obviously. That's yeah. not... Mm, not the best thing ever. Give me, like, two more. We'll call it a day. Yeah. <clears throat> I would eat the whole thing. So I'm just going to grab one more. Yeah, these are awesome. And apparently I'm in the mood to jack off my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I could almost envision like pouring these in a bowl and putting milk in it almost. Yeah. Well, they have them. Like Crave. Have you ever had Crave? Mm-mm. It's like I've a cereal before, with that, but, but it's not quite as good. I recommend them. Yeah. I don't know how many places you can buy them. Yeah, we got them. I got them at the Dollar General. Biscolata. And the mood things totally just attack them yeah. for no apparent reason. Yeah, it's funny that we. I got two of those, though. I'm not going to reiterate the jacking off your friend thing, but... Apparently, <laughs> you got it twice. Yeah. Something's happening. He's trying to tell me something. The other thing that we got... And this, I don't know. It just seems weird. We're going to try some other stuff. We're going to get, like... We're going to get some weird stuff. That's a stuff. weird... Do you see but, a lot more of this now? But that's a weird flavor combo. Yeah. Kicking mango, lime, chewy red hots. Just like chewy red hots. Aren't they normally hard? 
Yeah. Like, or hard. Harder. Ish. I don't <clears throat> like stuff like this very much, but I was like, that doesn't... Mango, lime, and hot? Cinnamon-ish? It, it's like sweet, bitter, and heat. Like, I could see yeah. that being good. Maybe it's like mango, habanero, wings. They're good. They're not bad, yeah. Alright. They don't look particularly appealing. They're like orange and have... Looks like a yellowy mold on them. That's the lime. Oh! I started to get all that mango, yeah. and then the red hot came in and kind of pissed all over that parade. It's like, like powdery. It's I not think that if, hot, though. I think if it wasn't a red hot, I'd really like them. Like the mango lime yeah. uh, jelly bean, basically. Again, I get this nice, sweet mango lime flavor, and, and then, then the fucking red hot just like... yeah. But it's not like... Comes in crashing the party. The Red Hot's not like a... It's not a flavor. It's just, it's just, it's just a, like that kind of sharp heat. Yeah. It doesn't really fit. It doesn't seem to match no, with the other two. because like, I was expecting like Red Hot flavor. Like normal Red Hot flavor. It's spicy though. Like, no, I'm, it definitely is. It like, kind of actually shocked me the first time. Yeah. It's not overly hot. It's just the kind of harshness heat of sense. that flavor. Yeah. No, I could sit and eat a... Yeah, these, these aren't bad. It is a lot, it's different than I expected, though. It kind of just makes me want mango lime jelly beans. Yeah. Without that, like, powdery... Because it's not like a, a pepper taste. It's like an artificial hotness. Yeah. Huh. There are six or seven. What are these, a ten? They're pretty good. So... <clears throat> Especially when you factor in the price. Yeah. Holy hell. For I a buck? I was watching... Um, Epic Meal Time, dude. Harley, and they were rating things, and they say ten on ten on ten or eight on ten, which eight must on, be a Canadian thing. Eight on ten. Yeah. So I say that these are a ten on ten. They're pretty good. And then these are like a a seven, six or seven, probably. It's gonna vary. Like if you love Red Hots, you might like them because you're used to that. Heat. Yeah. But I don't dislike Red Hots. I just they're. I'm not going to go out of my way to get them. Yeah, the hot, the, the hot experience is, is quite different for me, though, because it's not what I'm... I'm expecting, like, a cinnamon hot flavor, but that, it's I not I think that. I would like that. Like, a cinnamon hotness? Yeah. It's like a... That's like a pepper extract hotness or but something. But you don't where taste just, the pepper, Where it's just, like, soulless. Yeah, it's there's, just like, the no heat. pepper, yeah. They're not bad, though. No, my wife likes hot stuff. She might like them. All right, so... I was at Sheets last night after working out... And your I opportunity found, to make the world a better place. Yeah. If you get to vote for M&M's. Your vote for president doesn't fucking matter because our system's fucked up. But you could win $10,000 for voting. But you could change the world. What the next M&M's will be. The, the so, M&M world. Apparently there's having a contest where like you get to vote to see what the next one's going to be. And we have honey nut, coffee nut, and chili nut. And chili nut. So I think that like... The Honey Nut's probably going to be my favorite, I would assume. And then this one I'm not real sure about. I think that's where I was like... What is it? What is a Honey Nut? Like Honey Nut Cheerios. I'm I know, but what's a Honey Nut? Is that... Like, is this going to taste like honey Cheerios? Roasted? Honey roasted? Like, if this tasted like Honey Nut Cheerios with chocolate on top, it's probably pretty good. 
Let's I just wonder if honey nut is something like a uh, beech nut. It, it shocked me as a kid to find out that was that's like, like a thing. That's like a thing. Yeah. So you can smell that. Holy shit. They're just like brown on brown. Yeah. Oh, they smell like coffee. Yeah. They have that harsh. And it's, it's shit brown. The colors aren't good. They need to work on the colors because mm -hmm. they don't look all that great. That's like brown on brown. And this is, that is a kind of like a vomit yellow. Yeah. <laughs> With brown. Steelers fans would like it. Oh, shots fired. Ooh, I don't know. I don't think the Honey Nut's an improvement on a peanut M&M. I'm not... It's got kind of like a coffee flavor. I expected these to be more coffee flavored. These have kind of like a coffee flavor. To me. Try that one. See if you get any coffee out of that. This is what... I don't get honey at all. Like, I get zero honey. I guess kind of, maybe a little bit. Just on, like, the aftertaste of it. It's kind of like coffee. Yeah, it's weird. These taste less like coffee than they do. Yeah. To me. This tastes like a... Like a sheets coffee. Like a cappuccino. Kind of. Some kind of coffee-based drink. Yeah. yeah. They don't taste like coffee. Really? Not at all. Like They smell like bit. coffee. I said coffee like 18 times. They smell... Like, that smells like when you go into a place that roasts uh, beans and mm -hmm. stuff. Like, it, it smells authentic. But they don't taste like coffee. Not at all. These kind of have, like, a vanilla flavor. Yeah. Odd. They've, they named these wrong. Yeah, this honey... Maybe this is our salvation. Yeah. This honey is weird. I don't like either of those, really. No hesitation. I would I would grab a regular bag of peanut M&M's yeah. out of them. These don't smell like anything. Really. I think these ones... I like these better. We have good colors. These are like caramel, almost. It's like red and burgundy and orange. These look way more appetizing. These look terrible. I don't know how much yeah. that translates. Does they that look matter? like they're... Like a... Like, this is the, the, what it, uh, stutter, stutter city. This is what I imagine the inside of a bad egg looks like. Yeah. Like, just kind of a weird. It's like mustard yellow. I'm going to try these. Again, no pepper. This has a much more, like, that. the heat's just slowly coming in now. This has a much more natural-tasting heat than they did, than the gummy things. Because that was just, like, mm -hmm. it hit you like a wall. And this is, like, kind of filling my mm -hmm. mouth like uh, like an actual pepper heat. Though this is way more heat. I uh, maybe shouldn't have ate, like, six of them. <laughs> <coughs> I wonder if there's a difference between the colors. Woo! That's it's a more serious really... heat. <coughs> it just me. gets like it's getting my throat like a yeah like a pepper dish would. Mm -hmm. If I was gonna eat one, I'd definitely take these. Yeah, that's like a chili. I know my wife would like these. It's like chili on the. Uh, it's like the aftertaste though, because it's like when you're eating, it's just chocolate. Yeah, this mostly. just tastes tastes like a regular peanut M and M. These ones are alright. Yeah. 
Though now that I do have a moderate amount of it, it, it reminds me of like a fireball heat. Yeah. Huh. This is not what I was expecting from these. Wow. No. So the honey nut tastes like a strange vanilla kind of... Mm. Or no, these taste like coffee. They taste like, like an odd coffee like drink. Something. Yeah. These have like a strange vanilla flavor, even though they're the coffee nut. And these just taste like peanut M&M's with heat. Yeah. No, my to Because they are... These are relatively hot. Yeah, they're not... Like, I like hot foods, but I'm not one of those people that can just suck on peppers and fucking yeah. love it. Uh, my wife's gonna love these. She likes those, uh, those chips that are super hot, that are just red. You get them and they're yeah. just red. She'll probably like these. No, I like them, actually, because... Anything hot makes you want more for some it's reason. It's not much of, like, a chili pepper flavor. Uh-uh. It's like a spicy fucking chocolate. It's weird. It's hard to describe it because it just tastes like chocolate. No, and heat and chocolate goes okay. Yeah. Like, you don't get much chili flavor here, do you? Like, do you feel like it is? Almost zero, yeah. I would say. It's like you just get this heat in the back of your tongue. It like peppers. And That's what really I said. Like it started it, in the back yeah, of my mouth. It's not really at the tip of your tongue. Let me try these now. <laughs> I I think I like these the least. Or maybe... Oh. I don't know. It's, a, it's kind of a tie between those. I don't really like them. Not a fan. How do you vote? You have to go online, I guess. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's a hundred k. Did you say? I thought you said ten. Hundred thousand dollars. Well, I'm just gonna sign up and take that. Yeah. I uh. Yeah, I would say that the I. One, two, three. Surely they're the most popular Ch ones. Chili ones, I would say, are number one. The coffee's number two, and the honey nut is number three. And this, the honey nut is not the, the flavor I was expecting at all. I was expecting like a sweeter peanut M&M. Yeah. That's <laughs> not what it is. Mm -hmm. It's like a coffee nut. And that's like a vanilla nut. Yeah. And that's a chili nut. Vanilla bean. Don't know anything about that. Dropping references. <laughs> <laughs> all right. People will learn about the vanilla bean eventually, but not today. <laughs> I have to tune in at a later date for that. Yeah, I don't know, man. I could eat more of these, for sure. We damn near ate the whole bag. Yeah. No, but so there we had what? I guess I could have asked for them. My bad. The Biscolata Moods. Is that what they're called? Biscolata Mood? Can I get a box of Mood? It's so stupid. <laughs> it's such a stupid tack, like, yeah. tack one. That is funny. It doesn't have two dudes. Or that, no, that's what it is. You said it, it was on there. Friendship. Hmm? That's one way to make friends. Indeed. And I don't see mine on there. I had a soccer ball hitting a net. It's not on there. Yeah, this is like... We'll say it was happiness. Ooh. Oh, no, there it is. Joy. You were close. I think yours could have stood for that. <laughs> Extreme joy. <laughs> I'm going to have another one of these because... That pepper I don't want any legit. more of them. Don't want any more of them. Don't want any more of these. I think I'm good on these. My mouth's pretty goddamn hot. Yeah. But I will take one of those. These are good. If you take anything away from this, the is it Dollar General? Yeah. Dollar General Biscolata. Mood. They have a couple different flavors, I think, too. I think they have a dark chocolate one. Did they? I just saw them. I was like, oh, they look cool, but I don't know what it is. It's like the pork rinds. It's kind of random what they ever have. Well, There's I mean, one that's busted open. You can see they just kind of like... Mm blow a load of chocolate in a puffed up pastry. 
It's weird because it's like I guess it's these are like <clears throat> they're obviously Spanish. I, yeah, Latin, I guess they are American. I don't know. I don't, like I'm not trying to be. No, because like uh, they're made in Turkey. <laughs> That's fucking random. Yeah. I guess I just biscalata. Turkey knows what's like... up with their chocolate filled pastries. Yeah. Maybe they're not Spanish. But that's a random thing to have at a... Cultural foods is what I was thinking yeah. of. Like, grocery stores have the cultural yeah. cultural food aisles. Which kills me. It's funny. It, it makes total sense, but pasta's in there. Yeah. yeah no. Lots of cultures had pasta, didn't they? I guess not all of them, but... Not sure. Alright. <clears throat> that was good. I'm good. I'm so good. <laughs> but yeah, it was just a random... Random video. Yeah, well... I would try some stuff. Yeah, it's... But that's good, because, like, if you want to try that... They're good. They're all... Telling like, people yeah, about bad. these is, like, a public service yeah. announcement. Like, these aren't bad. None of these are bad. Like, let me just make that distinction. No, they're up to... They're, they're like, a preference yeah. thing. Some people but might like uh, that weird coffee flavor. And they're not quite as, uh... The same fl the flavors I was expecting. The chili was probably the best. Probably my favorite. So I'm gonna... And I wasn't expecting to like that one. I thought I'd probably like the coffee I, one. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. But yeah, definitely get these. These are... What, there's like two of them left? Probably. It's okay. These are pretty damn good. We're gonna eat it. <clears throat> like, what is the whole mood element? How does that work when you sit and eat the whole box? <laughs> no, yeah. I'm happy. Like, at least something like a fortune cookie, you... Well, they actually do give you a handful at most restaurants, yeah. but you're only supposed to get one. It made me happy. Those were good. I like that. I approve. Definitely. But anyway, that's it for today. Or... Or not. <laughs> <laughs> that's all of them for today. Yeah, that's all for the food for today. <laughs> Fucking jump the gun a little bit. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. <laughs> We just did a 15-minute podcast, and all you did was hear us eat food and be like, yeah, it's pretty good. Tune in next time. <laughs> Tune in next time. I'll bring a drink. Peace. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, we like, there was a couple things that I had that I wanted to talk about uh, today. What did you want to talk about? Let's, let's uh, what do they call that? Foreshadowing. Let's tantalize. Uh, what do I we have, have in store for us today? Um, Conor McGregor and getting pulled or removing himself from UFC 200 is a big deal in the sports world, and they said that... Uh, before before we get into it like deep, they said that his tweet that he retired was the most retweeted uh, tweet from any athlete in the world. Wow! Like how crazy! LeBron James, Michael well, Jordan, like, Kobe Bryant just retired and had a retirement tweet. And his well, I think of some of the shit with like Tebow and stuff. Like it's crazy that he blew like that out of the water. Yeah, Conor McGregor. That's crazy. Crazy. I did see people talking about it a lot. Yeah. Because to me it was funny. I, like I'm sure we'll get to well, it. Well, there's but. like some yeah. There's because uh, whether or not different parts were true, like it just just kind of casually observing from the outside, it was all funny to yeah, see them. Yeah, well, have it's like exchanges the way they did. Dick is bigger, basically, is what it comes down to <laughs> to me. Um, uh, the other thing I have in that kind of it's like an MMA related thing is uh, this week Ben Henderson is fighting for the third title, and he would be the first guy in major MMA to to have three titles in three different organ the major organizations, and nobody's talking about it, and we'll get into why. Uh, nobody's talking about it, in my opinion. And we kind of had a, a little bit of a conversation about this before, like with interest in the Bellator, which is where this has taken place, and like yeah. casual interest compared to, um, I guess, other interest or spectacle, I think is what we were saying. 
Um, <clears throat> there's been some deaths in, in the media recently. Uh, <laughs> yeah. China. I don't know why I laughed right there. Yeah, I know. It's like I guess it's just because of, like, uh, like our our society has become so polarized that, like, it just. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about yeah. it. We'll talk about it at that time. But um, Prince passed away last night, and then China, probably six hours before him, the wrestler China, who like that has a bigger impact on me, but. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll get to that. And then there was a new hero released in Heroes of the Storm based off of yep. Overwatch, um, which is in beta right now. I think it comes out in like two weeks or something it's like soon. that. Yeah, yeah, it's soon. Yeah, it's real soon. People are hyped as shit about it. Yeah, it looks cool. I'm fairly hyped. I just don't like... I think that the interesting thing about it is that there's, it seems like there's going to be a meta to the game. Oh, definitely. It's going to shift so, over the course of a match. Right. So it's going to be interesting, um, I think, to play that because it's a Twitch shooter. Basically, yeah. and we were, um, and that's the other thing we can kind of segue into uh, Doom, some of the Doom gameplay that you were showing me that we were like, what the fuck game is this? <laughs> so, yeah. Because uh, actually, my perspective will be f fairly fresh because I've seen no other commentary on it. Like, all I have is I participated in the open beta and played, and right. I haven't seen any other reviews. Like, I've seen there's uh, almost certainly there's a ton of people talking about like their opinions. But. Yeah. But I haven't read anybody else's though. Like I heard about mine is it, unfiltered. Yeah. It's purely just me. I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know that they had an open weekend. Yep. On Steam, is it still going or is it? It's over last no. weekend. No. Yeah, it was over that weekend, and I just happened to uh, install it and get on two days before it ended, and then they extended it one more day. Oh, okay. So I played for three days. Well, yeah. So you showed me some like streams or what? I guess not streams, but you just basically. I had plays. recorded that. Yeah. yeah. Video. I I recorded right. a little bit. Because uh, I was just testing, because that actually was kind of choppy. But well, yeah, but I it's kind of interesting stuff. to see like what you were saying about um, damage and stuff. But we'll we'll get into that. Yeah. That's all I have, and then I have my media recommendations like normal. So all right, and then I have two kind of surprise things for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> keep your hands above the table at all times, sir. I don't need that kind of surprise. Or should I get closer? You're the one. You're the one rocking <laughs> double friendship double, over there. Double circle jerk. What we can was get into that, that picture. Get to the bottom of that. We need another box of Escalada. Are they, like, are they building a fire? What are they doing? Why would you be so close to each other? <laughs> like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's weird. So this is, we're going to label, like, normally we've been kind of going away from uh, labeling our podcast while we're talking about them. But before I guess we get into some of the shit, we'll, like, say that this one's going to be probably 9.5. Because our 10th one is kind of a, a seminal episode for us. I mean... I don't know that we thought that we would get to 10 episodes before quitting. <laughs> or at least on a regular yeah. basis that it would take two no. months or two and a half months for us to get to that point instead of like six months or a year. It's kind of shocking. So. Because it's kind of yeah. abrupt how we started. It is. And it's like, I think that if you watch them, like from the beginning, you can see that we've, uh, we're pretty self-critical. We've <laughs> adapted to things and we've changed things. Now we have a set so we don't have to worry about a lot of yeah. other shit like Rainbow Road or um, the UFC <laughs> Stadium or the Elegant Palace that we were we yeah. were in for the one podcast. We were worrying about breaking shit. Like, um, obviously, we're not kings of the YouTube world at this point or anything like that. Or no. Fucking iTunes, but we're at but, least trying... But I think we've reached a point where, like, I feel okay about stuff. Yeah. So... Well, if, if there's 30 people watching it or a thousand people watching it if we ever you know are lucky enough to even get to that point then at least we'll like there's some it's a video that is watchable it's not in yeah 720p or 
uh, at 720, even I'd take 720p, 480p, and it's grainy, and the lighting's not right. Like, it, you can't tell, but we have, you know, lights here, lights here, yeah. lights here, um, the, the mics. Which, again, like, we still, right still have room we, for improvement, but. Yeah. Yeah, if you compare it to video one. Right. I think different. that was still, I think that was 720. I think I actually, I need to go play with that marker. Uh, <laughs> I think we recorded in 1080p. Because there, there was a bit of a thing, like an, it was an oversight on my part. I think I rendered them in 720. Do you remember mm. me bitching about that? Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. Because uh, well, they were first. fairly bad. It was just hard. We were in a small room. It, was, it wasn't it was really conducive to, well, to lighting well. and That was basically a get off your ass and do something. Like, that's where it started. Basically, I don't we remember. Like, let's, I was like, let's our, fucking do this. Our buddy DJ, who'd been on a couple podcasts, which he should, back. he should be coming back soon. So, you know, that's, you, we're, we're actually excited about that to get... I think that's actually an interesting dynamic to the Yeah, because we're he's already kind of a, not... He's a smart-ass. Utterly and similar. He's and uh, DJ's different from both yeah. of us. And he kind of... Um, I guess I would say he's a little bit wittier than... <laughs> wittier than me with some of the stuff he Probably. says. So I, I find him um, entertaining. If you don't... If, if you don't follow any of us on Twitter, follow him of all of us. Because he's... Like, his shit is funny. Some of the shit is, is genuinely funny that, like, his kids say and stuff. Like... Oh, yeah. I think his daughter's going to take over the world. So, be a, be <laughs> she's a little stewy. Yeah, kind of. It's from some of the shit that she he posts what they say, and it's it's pretty entertaining. So, um, <clears throat> he's coming in, but we're we're trying to make some changes. And if there's stuff that you guys notice or that anybody that watches it or suggestions that you have, uh, we're all ears. I mean, we're we're definitely yeah. We're, we talked about that before. How it's kind of hard to take criticism, but like you don't become a better person or uh learn from anything if you don't if yeah. you're not willing to accept it and I've, it's hard sometimes because like everything i have an ego we had and i mean we won't get into it too much but like we're filming on friday we normally film on tuesdays and we had some uh just <laughs> I don't like know what you I, call it depression but it's not like that serious yeah. you know it's just like i got like just we're both very busy out. yeah like it's hard to find time and you end up making like concessions because like you have limited time and like we're not that fucking great at stuff yeah I don't know if anybody's noticed that yet <laughs> like i don't know if we've if i've faked it until we made it but uh but yeah it's just easy because you do get emotionally invested yeah and i like i'm that way with anything right. that's why i can't play magic competitively yeah because yeah, i get yeah. i get to, i'm totally emotionally invested in everything yeah, right so and you want to act like you're not butthurt <clears throat> but yeah i'm butthurt Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> I get butter. I get it, yeah, man. I do too. It's like, motherfucker. Everybody's there sometimes. Um, especially when somebody says something like, they're trying to be nice, but it's like backhanded, kind of. They yeah. don't understand that it is. And you're like, oh. Well, some, uh, <laughs> just briefly, like, my wife listens to all our episodes and she had some criticisms. And it's not that I took it bad, but. You give a like, shit what she says, though. Like that's Well, a, yeah. And then I try to explain to her that a lot of the stuff we're super self-aware of like yeah. we're we're, su we're super critically aware of and so when people like keep criticizing those things and it's like something that i i was already criticizing to myself before like sure even even got criticism well because like i i always just kind of want to move on when somebody's talking about those things because like i know it's, I it's it. in the works yeah. yeah but like some of the changes will be delayed an episode or two like even after we make the change because we've already recorded some stuff yeah well i think that like we don't <clears throat> the editing process is something that we didn't take into consider we like we just started doing it and it's, didn't realize the burden 
that it really is. Or it can be. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff to do. A lot of stuff to pick up. But we had uh, we had somebody tell me. I had somebody tell me that we needed to edit more, and I was like, well, what? I don't understand <laughs> yeah. what that is. Like, what we're you still mean? waiting on like clarification. Yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. person uh, so, who said that who knows who they are. Right. Yeah. No, I. Did, but if it like, and I, I'm okay with that. Is like, if there's something that we can change that would make it better, then that's all. We're we're willing to try it. We just want to. Uh, well, that's how I am. Like, kind of grow. I talk a lot. <laughs> I yeah. talk a lot. Well, we talk and, over each other. Well, I just mean in, I'm talking in life in yeah. general, and like anytime I say anything that's not true or stupid or something, like I fucking want somebody to tell me. Yeah, like tell me for sure. And it's the same with this. Like I don't, I don't want people to not give us criticism because yeah. if there's something stupid that's going on or something we can fix, like if you don't like my my armatron sitting there and you'd rather it be sitting over here or something, tell me with the feng shui. <laughs> if you know about the feng shui, the, fung, the feng, feng shui. shui. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Right. Tell me, but. Yeah, what do you want to get into first? Well, the other day... This motherfucker has a printout. <laughs> I just had some things that I wanted to remember them all. Uh, the other day, we had talked about Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Kevin Smith, who we're both fans of. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite things to watch that I've watched in years were the, uh, the evening with Kevin Smith. Oh yeah. Hilarious. Uh, he used to go to college campuses and then just kind of talk to an audience about yeah. stuff. And they would and ask they were, him questions, stuff like that. They were so good. Yeah. Which they were basically super entertaining. led to him becoming a podcaster. That's basically what it was. It was like a podcast with a live audience yeah. before podcasting was really a big thing. Right. And now uh, he's doing live podcasts that are basically this. It's like, yeah. it's funny how it's the same thing and he didn't really invent it, but he was kind of doing it a little bit before most people were. It was part of his like, his stick. Yeah. Act. He had a good flow long before it became like a pop. <clears throat> right. But, uh, he's interesting to listen to. He did. Yeah. Well, totally. He has, Oh, he's so many stories. Knows so many people. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like Bruce it's Willis. Ridiculous. Prince. Those kind of stories that he tells in yeah, the evenings. Who with? has a Prince story? Yeah. I don't have a fucking Prince pretty story. Awesome. I don't even have like a local celebrity story, let alone somebody yeah, that me either. people would actually know. I've been in a room with Villa Valla several times. Yeah. That's about as That's big. That's my claim to fame. I was reading. He is the, like on one of the lists. He was listed as the number eighty like rock lead singer of all time. That's not bad for a no, guy I can from see Finland. It. Like no, I, miss, he, I know there's going to be there. Arguably, that's arguably, but he nails the uh, personality. Like he's totally he just that the, guy. He's a rock star for sure. He's, he's just that star. guy. He's got. I've a never lot of range seen someone though. smoke cigarettes so casually. <laughs> it <laughs> like, looked like a badass doing it, man. Uh, I'll never forget the video. Uh, that was from back in the Bam days. Uh, Bam had a video of Villa sitting there smoking a cigarette. <laughs> and, like, the ash on it was the yeah. whole length of the cigarette. Yeah. Like, that takes a chill dude yeah. to fucking sit there and let... But anyway. The ash is going to fall on your glove. That's what you <laughs> said. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was good times. That, that was, that's probably one of some of my the favorite times. Like, my favorite period of life. Back in the day. Was then, when I was, like, younger. Not young, young, but young enough to have fun and... Enjoy that kind of shit more than I can now. Yeah, before you were old enough to know how much the world I was sucked. In Denver for a lot of it too. So like I I saw him uh, three times out there. Same shit. Yeah, saw him a lot. I think I've seen him twice now. But saw them. I saw Stained. Saw a bunch of saw a bunch of bands out there. It's a good place to be for that kind of shit. But Kevin Smith hmm? was on. Uh, it was a good Mythical Morning. I just say which show it was. It was uh, internet show, and uh, they were doing some trivia, and it was related to Batman versus Superman. <laughs> And I know you're a fan, and you you probably know more about that stuff than me. And some of the questions were really interesting, and I wanted to sure. see what your answers were yeah, to them. Yeah, I can try. 
the first part was just some trivia where there's a blank or two and you have to you have to yeah say the answer uh point to the mic uh before lois lane the man of steel had a college sweetheart named Lori lamaris but the relationship ended when it was revealed that Lori was a blank lesbian no oh what is it mermaid what fucking mermaid did i miss that they were dating and he was under the impression that she was disabled because she was in a wheelchair with a blanket over her legs like, yeah. like an old lady style uh fucking mermaid so that somehow ties into aquaman i guess i don't know it's just it's from one of the early episodes of uh Superman. Yeah, did not know that. Another Superman question. This one again, kind of equally. The lesbian. Th- I'll tell you where the lesbian thing comes from. It's from Gotham. Barbara Gordon is a lesbian before she. Well, gets more with James modern. Bird. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, can see <laughs> that. Where I was like, what the fucking so that's, mermaid? That's where I made the. That's from a different era. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ariel. Uh, this is from uh, Supergirl, which is it's super, the Superman universe, but like alternate timeline kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, which is a show on CBS. Now. Yeah. In an issue of Supergirl, pink kryptonite doesn't make Superman weak. It instead makes him interested in blank. Pussy. No. <laughs> Gentleman. <laughs> what? <laughs> it makes Superman slightly gay. <laughs> and here is, because Kevin Smith uh, read this too. Oh. Here is a line from that episode. He's uh, He had been exposed to the kryptonite and he's now flirting with uh, Jimmy something, he was a news reporter. Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen. Did I ever tell you how smashing you look in bow ties, Jimmy? <laughs> By the way, that's a fabulous window treatment you put together. <laughs> that's like, oh, that's so it's good. Fabulous. Fabulous. Uh, yeah, gay Superman. That's awesome. Pink kryptonite. Stay away from it. Man, they're doing some. They're doing some shit with modern day fucking. Is that supposed to be modern day Supergirl, or is that? Uh... It would Supergirl's be even, not all that old. No, it would be hilarious if that was like a 1960s comic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like when men were men and women were sex objects? Yeah. This one... That's a madman. There, right. there was a second part that they did where they name villains and you have to say whether it was Batman or Superman that this villain belonged to. Okay. And they did a bunch, but I, I just picked out a few. And uh, Batman or Superman? Yeah. Dr. Hugo Strange... That's Superman. No. Batman. Is it? Toy Man. That's Superman. Correct. That's Superman. <laughs> uh, this was actually a character that I liked. I haven't read a ton of Batman, but I did read this story arc. Hush. That's Batman. Did I just say yeah. fucking Batman? Yeah, did I just totally yeah. give that away? That's, did you ever read that story it's arc? It's good. Yeah, it's that insane. was... insane. Yeah, that was like some next level Batman stuff. Yeah, Hush is insane. Gary because Hush actually like... Against, like, without them knowing, organized a bunch of the other villains mm-hmm. to basically fuck with, uh, yeah, with Batman. Yeah, no, Hush is Hush is great. It was good. It was just really dark. It yeah. was it was kind of an intricate like. I story think it's Jeff Loeb, who's like yep. he's like uh, the one of the heads of DC, who was like executive producer on Batman versus Superman. I'm drifting. I'm it's good though. That's no, it was Hush, good. It Hush was a great story. Insane. It's good. Story. Uh, dark side. Dark side. Well, that's Superman, but Batman. That's like he's the big bad that's coming after the. Yeah, yeah I knew that one. Say that one's not that hard. Uh, Eradicator. Oh, I don't know. I'm gonna say Batman though. Nope, Superman. Superman. 
And this one, like, this is one of the ones that, like, the name just gives it away. The Penny Plunderer. <laughs> that's Batman. Yeah. <laughs> that's gotta be Batman. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. Like, yeah. that has to be Batman. No, but that was cool because there's so many fucking villains. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Especially, like, that when they're tapping into, like, Supergirl and alternate timelines and stuff. Holy yeah. shit, has a lot of stuff ever happened. Right. But, there's... no, I loved that. That was a great segment. Uh, that's cool. We, we might as well just link to it. Uh, if anybody hasn't seen it, yeah, it was a great episode of Good yeah. Mythical Morning. Kevin yeah. Smith's super interesting, dude. Yeah. Because uh, he gives them a hard time. They're doing a game show, and they're both at podiums, and he's in the middle, kind of, like, officiating. And uh, it's Rhett and Link. Yeah. And Link... Basically, he goes over the rules, and Kevin Smith gives him a hard time. He's like, yeah, because in every game show, the host explained to the... Or the fucking contestants explain <laughs> to the host what's going on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was good stuff. There's really no better rogue gallery in media than Batman's rogue gallery. There's it's just crazy. Not, there's just, it's hard to compete with that. There's so many good ones. Even ones that like aren't the like... the number of characters in that hush... Yeah, uh, story arc is yeah. crazy. Well, and that's like Hush is one of the better villains. He's an awesome villain, and he isn't. Nobody knows who he is. He doesn't know. Yeah, no. There's well, like, and Batman speaking, doesn't know. Right. Like that's that's one of the things is, uh, like Batman doesn't know he exists, does he? For for a while at least, yeah, or he does know he exists, but not really who he. But is. not yeah, and certainly not that he's responsible for all the stuff that's right. happening. There's a a cool villain that he like. They didn't speak of it there, but Kevin Smith basically created a villain in the DC universe because he's written Batman comic books, yeah. and one of them was called, his villain is called Onomatopoeia, and he is <laughs> one of the most interesting because he like let's say you know how in comics like they have like the pow and the bam and like so he yeah. whips out a, a knife and it goes schnicked like like that he, he voices those like that's all he says it's a really cool villain um, Batman cacophony and then there's something else that he did. Uh, Cacophony, cacophony, how yeah, is that cacophony. what? Cacophony, yeah. Extremely loud noise. Yeah, and he, uh, that's right, that's cool stuff. Cool, cool. Kevin Smith, Batman stuff right there. It's good read. But yeah, sure. do you want to hit uh, <laughs> McGregor? Yeah, let's do that. Um, that's you know, a good. Time. The last time, like, uh, he's such a polarizing figure. Like well, the last time we talked about it was UFC one ninety six, where yep. he went off and got choked, and which they're um, moving along. You said two uh, hundreds. Yeah. The next one coming up. Yeah. And they're chugging along. Yeah, it's, it's, it happens quick. But he was supposed to fight, have a rematch with Nate Diaz, and it won. Which I think everybody wouldn't mind seeing. No, no, I it wouldn't was, mind seeing. It, I think he wanted it because he feels like um, the reasons that he lost were that he wasn't the, the circumstances weight gain and stuff like that, and it being on eleven days notice and stuff, which is all stuff that Diaz also dealt with. Sometimes, even if you get a victory, if if the surrounding circumstances are not ideal, it can mean less. Well, think, like it's yeah. something like, and it's not to take anything away from him, but no. that they were kind of extenuating circumstances. Like that's not ideally how well, you'd seems, want to fight like that to go down. It seems like there's an excuse and not yeah. to like say that there is, and it always just, just ruins something. it. It always yeah. just muddies the waters there's when something. there's, when there's even like this tiny little reason like that a it's doubt. not fair. Yeah. It's a, there's just a little bit of doubt that if I did these things right, then the outcome would be significantly different. And yeah. I think that's what he sees. And then Nate Diaz is like, well, sure, I'll take the payday again. I've yep. never made more money. I'll take the payday again for somebody that I just beat and yep. that I'm a, a horrible matchup for. Diaz is a horrible matchup for him because of his boxing acumen, his length, and his he's just a bigger guy. He's a bigger guy. But um, recently there was a tweet that went out, which was the, has the most retweeted uh, tweet from any athlete in pro sports. When you think about that's crazy because three days before that or something, Kobe Bryant fucking retired. 
and his retirement. That's crazy. Were not because uh, everybody knows him. Like yeah. I, in in my mind, like the world knows who Kobe Bryant right. is. Like only a small like circle of people know who you think and i guess that guess that circle's like getting bigger it's getting well i think that it it shows you how much fans recognition that he has i think fans like a f- fans of someone like mcgregor would be more passionate than right. someone like kobe yeah well and i don't know like i would be interested to see how like how far internationally some of that stuff extends because he's in america he's big i would and, imagine and, fighting's big and in ireland he's like he's uh, the biggest yeah giant <laughs> like yeah huge supernova um even but like kobe bryant's does his extend past like i think that nba is big in like china and places I think like it's global that, but not in but the same way like martial arts is. Is. Yeah, yeah that's what i'm i'm not sure so that's what's interesting to me about that but he uh made a, a comment that he retired and then dana white came out not too long after and said that they pulled him from the card because he was um he, did, he didn't want to show up for press obligations yeah, and that's happened Which before. It's, it's a contractual yeah. thing. Well, there's it was a big thing over this weekend that there were it wasn't just him. There was like there's a bunch of fighters in Las Vegas right now to do promo for UFC 200. There's a press conference going on right now. Yeah, I got a notification. UFC press conference is live 30 minutes ago. <laughs> like oh, so, true. like for 200, like there's a big, it's a big deal. And he should be there. And he should be there. So they that was what they did with uh, Nate Diaz or Nick Diaz, Nate's brother. They took him off a fight. For not showing up for press obligations against George St. Pierre. Which sucks, but it is what it is. It is, yes. Yeah. It, you know, those guys know that going in. I think that it's... Um, people are saying he's retired, and then he just said, too, that in a statement that he released, if it's according to the USADA, which is the United States um, Anti-Doping Agency, I think, and UFC, that he's not retired. But he's not going to take that fight because he didn't want to leave where he was training to come back to the fight. Yeah. And so he made, like, a... Uh, it's unfortunate. It's again just like a shitty situation. It's like a shitty totally backdrop. Like if they do end up fighting, like are they going to? Well, there's like that's kind of it's going back and forth right now. Like because I thought they had both uh, basically tweeted at this point that they're they're both down for it. Because he said he retired, and then Nate tweeted that he retired. Right. It's like guess I'm done here. Yeah. And then I saw that I guess they had both went back. Well, and, and aren't retired now. Yeah, or... well, they're supposed to talk to, like... Because it was obvious Nate was fucking around, but the... Yeah. It, it wasn't obvious that McGregor wasn't serious, like, when those rumors first came out. Where the fuck? I don't know. You'd know better than me where it is. No, it's just kind of odd. It's an odd situation. Yeah, well, see, and there's, goddammit, like, he made a response, and now I can't find it for some reason. Um, He basically says that, like, they wanted to run a mini world tour press tour for the UFC 200 and he said that like I could I can't do that because of the reasons that he said like he wanted to focus on training he wanted to make sure that his weight was right this time yeah. that he wasn't have that he didn't have any excuses if he lost and it makes sense to me from a fighter standpoint because that if he loses twice I don't know why they twice, couldn't have done it like why couldn't they have done it like a, a Skype him or something like I, like, that's what that's and I was listening to Joe Rogan and, and Brendan Schaub talk about this and they were like the the reach that he gets that he just proved could they fly someone to him from, that's the, another thing yeah that's what they said like I don't get the thing his wouldn't do that reach on Twitter would be more than any of those press conferences or early morning radio shows or anything like that would reach all he would just have to him do doing this is probably getting more press than they would have by doing exactly. any of that shit exactly. so it's like well he 
kind of in a ass backwards way met his press exactly. obligations because he he got yeah. more press than you well, did. I think that that's like an old school thing that people are still stuck in the ways of like these morning. Who do listens to fucking morning radio anymore? Why is that relevant? That's going to reach a hundred people, and his tweets are going to reach millions. Why is yeah. he obligated to do that? It's but not they time say sensitive. It's, if no. people can't miss it, well, you could write it into the contract that he has to make three tweets a week about promoting UFC 200. That's part of his contractual obligations. For I wouldn't that, be surprised like, if you if you start seeing that stuff before long. Especially, well, they were talking about Kevin Hart, and every, most people know who Kevin Hart is, right? Some. Some people. I posted a video a few days ago. Of some woman oh, thinking Chris he, Rock. Chris thinking he's he was Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. Yeah. Because um, he even oh he nailed it. Uh, a woman came up to uh, Kevin Hart on the street and thought he was Chris Rock. Right. And he just went with it. Yeah. Because he was like, yeah, come see my my comedy show. It's called Rock the World. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he it was good, but he wasn't like he wasn't an ass. So that was fun. it was it was funny. It was nice. Did he get contractually ob- obligated in some way like that or something? No. He if they want him to talk about. The movie that he's in or anything like that on Twitter, they, that's not you pay him extra for that because oh, of the shit. reach that he's made because of what yeah. he's built from this. Like, and that's what they were saying about the Rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson too. It's like he's got a hype business on the side, yeah. and he recently signed like a seven-year, multi-million-dollar contract with Under Armour, and he's constantly posting videos of him working out and stuff like that. And now he's got his own line with Under Armour just based off social media. So, like, the point that I'm trying to make and the, to bring it back to the UFC stuff is that the reach that Conor McGregor can get from just posting a tweet is far more than what they would get. Yeah, he's not improving for, things by no. doing their press conferences. And they said, well, you can't set a precedent. That these some fighters can get away with it and some fighters can't. Not every fighter has the reach that he does. That's where I think that you make the, like, that's the distinguishing thing. Yeah. G- GSP, see, GSP was, like, a huge wrestler, but he was ne- or a huge fighter. Popular. Never as huge as what Conor McGregor's done in like four fights. <clears throat> and GSP had dozens. Yeah. Or more. And a dozen we, or more. We we actually had a conversation between us. Uh, we were talking about something political. And that came up with us. If you perturb someone's sense of fairness, it, it's going <laughs> yeah. to make them react yeah. like nothing else. Yeah. Like nothing else. I said, you could fuck a guy's wife and he'll probably get less upset than if you like... You know, it, that's probably yeah. an extreme example. That's <laughs> no, why. A, a but bit if they perceive that there's un, some sort of unfairness, like in the job, in the yeah. job, or other issues like that, then that weighs more heavily on you. We were we're not going to get into it, but it was a political thing. And yeah. I'm normally I, I don't know if I show it on here, but you know that I'm normally a pretty open minded person, willing to kind of take in yeah. both sides and, and try to come up with something. And that's something that I'm having a hard time doing with this because of how unfair it seems to me for what I've had to do to to be equal with that. And so, it's an interesting dynamic with us because I'm, it's almost like an illness. I'm perpetually playing devil's advocate. The devil's advocate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know That's if you guys are saying. familiar with yeah. the word contrarian. Yeah. I, it, it should have my fucking face yeah. in, right in the dictionary. It. Like, yeah, I'm the Dick world's face. biggest contrarian. Yeah. Cause I'll find myself arguing against things that I don't like. I actually agree with you. Yeah. But I'm like, if, Trying if to like, it. I feel someone's misrepresenting, uh, it's called straw manning. If someone's misrepresenting the other person, like, I feel compelled, like, nothing else. To say that there's another side to the story. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if that comes back to my sense of fairness. Maybe. Like, yeah. like if, right. As right. a perfect example, like, it's nothing compels thing. me like that feeling. Yeah. It's a weird thing, for sure. But yeah, so I could, I could understand how that's a huge problem that the UFC wants to avoid. With because other fighters. that's going right. to start drama, like, right. instantly. If... Right. So it's a real interesting thing, and I don't, like, 
to not, and I don't want to get too far into this actually, more than, especially more than what we have right now, because yeah. I don't think that anybody knows what's going to happen right now. <clears throat> it, it's going to shake out in the next couple of weeks. UFC 200 isn't until July. Yeah, he's off of it now, but let's wait and see what happens. Still because developing this is a, story. Kind the, of. Yeah, this is a, the, um, a ploy <clears throat> from both sides. It's posturing, and we're, they're basically <laughs> at the point where they're getting ready to take their dicks out, put yep. them on the table, and see who's is bigger. And if you and saw our UFC really episode, what, yeah, that's really what we all love. Yeah, exactly. I like it's exactly. it's good stuff. It's drama and it's entertainment, but um, as long as it doesn't cross a line, like I don't want to see either of them like fuck up their careers or anything. Yeah, like, well, like, like I don't want to see UFC see hold him. a grudge against him yeah. or or do anything crazy like that because he's a fantastic uh, athlete and uh, entertainer. He's the and best he's one of those guys that have. more than most people deserves to be there to to, to see him have well, problems with like rules and contracts and stuff. It's like the fucking worst. And he like well, especially after he took a fight like that. He's the draw. Nate Diaz wasn't the draw. As much as I like the Diaz brothers and they have become draws because of their attitude and how they fight, McGregor's the draw. McGregor's the man in the fucking UFC, and there's no two ways about it. Yeah. And after he bailed them out at their last pay-per-view, taking that fight on 11 <laughs> weeks' notice, they couldn't work with him a little bit for some press That's obligations. Crazy. That's crazy. That's kind of where I'm at. But there's a lot of people that you know that aren't on that side. So we'll end up, ultimately, we'll see how it plays out. I'm sure we'll touch on it again and in then, a few weeks. Yeah, it'll be. It's uh, not going to just fade into no, the, the background. No, it's, this is definitely a developing story. This is all you're going to hear about UFC 200 for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, exactly. But that press is, I think that's bigger than anything else that they could do. As far as press conferences <clears throat> and media requests and stuff, he just set them that pay-per-view up for This is something I do not want, I do not want to talk about, but uh, it's it sells. Look at Look at YouTube. Try to try drama? to try to browse through a hundred YouTube yeah, videos Jesus. without seeing the word drama fifty times. Christ, uh, yeah, it not, sells. People eat it up. Yeah, people eat it up. People are taking that shit a little. You could take serious. a dump in a paper bag and write drama on it. <laughs> Somebody would click it. on that motherfucker. Clickbait. Um, one of the other things that we that's wanna... gonna be the name of this episode. Fucking drama. Yeah, clickbait. And Click, then they're like clickbait well, drama. Here, the thumbnail was us going. <laughs> so we'll try that. What happened. Nice. I'm not doing it. I'm not. <laughs> We're making YouTube great again. Yeah, I'm not stooping to that level, motherfuckers. Brass. I'm getting good at sounding like that, right? Are you? I don't know. But the other thing that we were talking about, real quick on MMA, is uh, Ben Henderson went to Bellator, which is another, basically, their competition. It's, they're trying yeah. to be their competition. They're partially owned by Viacom, which is uh, Spike TV, MTV, all of those. Because I could sound Comedy stupid Central? right here, but they brought bought up Pride and stuff, right? No, UFC, no. UFC brought up Pride. But they... Was it the Kumite? That's Blood What did sport. you say? <laughs> <laughs> that is a different thing. Yeah, that's Jean-Claude. Kumite. Uh, uh, who did they... Because I thought... I was under the impression that they were basically buying up most of the other smaller guys. Because I know UFC's doing that. Yeah, certainly. UFC's doing that. Yeah, or maybe Bell, not. Maybe Bellator was just one of the ones that rose from them buying other companies. But they had the backing of a network instead okay. of it being like uh, Zufa. Like Zufa owns them, which is the uh, Fertitta brothers who own station casinos and stuff like that. Has Viacom it's, had these guys all the time? Viacom has from the start been had a share in Bellator MMA. Okay. So you learned um, something. They're supposed to be their competitors, but they've recently had some guys like Benson Henderson, uh, Phil Davis, Matt Mitrian have gone from the UFC to Bellator for contract because they offered him more money. But what well, seems like they could ultimately have like I know it's kind of taboo because of the nature of different leagues and stuff, mm -hmm. but it seems like they could have a mutually beneficial 
kind of relationship. Well, they could, and I don't think that the UFC was a lot harsher on it before, but I don't think they're quite as like because they wouldn't they wouldn't let you compete in other stuff. No, before. you can't. Like they're all exclusive contracts, and they're, they still yeah, are. Are they? Um, they have some the some promotions like smaller regional promotions and stuff that they work with. They have another promotion that they work with overseas. And uh, there's a female-based promotion. They all work I with got them. You. They're like some of that I just don't know that much about. Right. So, but the big thing people are like, why isn't anybody talking about Ben Henderson possibly winning Bellator title this weekend and becoming the only person to ever win three titles in like the major MMA? So that leagues. means that took some time. So you're saying he would have had to have a contract in one of the. Uh, it was uh, WEC, which was uh, owned by Zufa, and but it was he all got out of that contract, or basically probably competed for several years. W, there, yeah, or? a couple, two or three, and then WEC was folded into the UFC because WEC was just one fifty five and lower. Ben the UFC was been the hundred while. Yeah, so he came in and then he won a UFC championship, and then he left recently for contract negotiations because he made more money at Bellator, and they're talking about him. Um, Possibly one in the third title, and nobody has ever done that. Why is it important, or why is it, why isn't why aren't people talking about it? And I have an opinion on that, and I don't think that I don't know if I share it if it is shared across the board. But Ben's uh, Brendan Schaub was talking about it on the Joe Rogan podcast and said, "Well, like it just doesn't matter. It's the, like the little leagues. It's like Bellator. You, yeah, you won a, a championship in minor league baseball, and then won a." a a championship in major well, it's league. It's funny baseball. to say that because I thought that as soon as you said it, it's funny to say that it's the little leagues, but he's making more money there. Yeah, like that's kind of bizarre because they're to offering me. up. They, that's what's. I weird guess he's a bigger fish in that pond. He's the yeah, he's a big fish in a smaller pond. So they don't have uh, contracts like UFC. Kind of that's an issue, like a whole nother thing to get into is like fighter pay and stuff. And there's a lot of people that don't agree with it, especially after the Reebok bullshit. But um, there's been a lot of guys that are leaving because they can offer because they have a backing from a huge corporation. Like they have the backing from this Viacom entertainment thing. I guess that pushing. fighting organization itself isn't bigger than the UFC, but the, the 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 ship that it's a barnacle on is much bigger. Right. Yeah. Right. So, and I, my it's just a, I, as much as I like Ben Henderson, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't hold as much weight. Whenever. Bellator's yeah. doing things like Ken Shamrock versus Royce Gracie. <clears throat> yeah, and we've discussed that. Kimbo before. versus Dada, and I don't have like I don't have a problem with that as a spectacle, and that's but that's what it is. It's not the pinnacle of athletic competition. It's sort of like the carnival see. end of the spectrum. It is, and it yeah. definitely is, and that's what a lot of MMA was previously and built on, especially in Pride. But for somebody that's a, I'm not a casual fan. I'm a, like a I'm a committed fan. That's not <laughs> as interesting to me as something like John Jones fighting. Who's no? There's a, the best in the world. Probably. There's a profound difference. Like, I would probably be more entertained by Shamrock and Gracie. Well, there's this sense of nostalgia, but, but yeah. But as far as demonstrating technique and actually representing what modern fighting is like by two people that shouldn't have retired twenty years ago, like there's right. no there's no comparison, right? Or somebody like Kimbo Slice and Data Supreme that was just a, a god-awful fight. It was just that one a, wasn't even entertaining, oh, really. No, it wasn't. It was a like horrible it, fight to watch. Even the it spectacle just, side of it was... There was none. Cringy. After the first two minutes, because they were both dead. And Dada almost died. Bad. He like literally almost died. It was died. pretty bad. He was in critical care after that fight because he was so exhausted. That's not entertaining to me. That, like... The fight could That's have like unsettling. there's two street fighters fighting each other to settle things. Like I get the narrative there, and that can be fun. But two fighters that shouldn't be fighting, <laughs> fighting isn't <laughs> that need oxygen masks. We don't want to see somebody like we don't need that. You no, don't need to do it. Just no, arm wrestle or we something. We don't need to. So I, I, as much as I like <clears> somebody like Ben Henderson, I apologize and I hate to say it, but 
you win it like that third title matters but it doesn't matter and it doesn't matter to a lot of people because a lot of people aren't watching bellator it yeah and some of it depends on what bellator does in the long run like who knows maybe in the future maybe 20 or 30 years from now yeah. they've overtaken the ufc right. or something maybe. and people will look back and be like it's a big deal then He's yeah <clears throat> but bellator like what kind of do you know what that means it's like latin or spanish for fighter I was gonna say so it's it a stupid name. Like, like it's like people don't understand what it is. So you can't like tie it to like UFC Ultimate Fighting Championship. You know, like it's, it's, the name it is on the tin. For itself. Yeah. So I always thought that that was a kind of a weird thing with them too. But um, <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, you know what we should do next? I guess. <laughs> I think I have an idea. Okay. This kind of ties in to what you almost like. We were all. Oh, you're almost um, going to say one of the words. On the precipice? Uh, <clears throat> I was having a conversation the other day with someone that was, no shit, almost three times my age. Because I'm 30. They were almost three times my age. Fuck. And, uh, yeah, hanging in there. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. And there was a couple phrases that I used, and namely that that person used, that they didn't know the meaning of. Oh, my God. And yeah. I just felt... It was, it was, it, it caught me off guard yeah. that I was a third of the age of this person explaining to them what a popular phrase from their fucking time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it's part of that, uh, I don't know if we've ever really talked about it. Most of my, my favorite TV shows are from like the Britain, 70s Britain. and 80s and they're like English sitcoms. <laughs> yeah. You don't. You don't pick who you love, man, all right? <laughs> yeah. You don't pick who your soulmate is. But I wanted to... I compiled a very short list, and I wanted to ask you about some of these. Okay. And it, it's kind of a mix. Like, some of them I'm going to ask you what they mean, and some of them I'm going to ask if you if you could kind of guess at where that came from. Yeah. Uh, this one I know you're not going to. And it's... We've all heard it. Gadzooks. <laughs> like, it's kind of an ex- exclamation. Oh, uh, man. That's a Mitch thing. Like, no, but do you ever know... Like, Get Zook. Did you ever hear Mitch say that when we were playing? Oh, uh-huh. it's, it's stupid. <laughs> stupid. What's up, Mitch? But yeah, Gadzook. I don't know. That's Gadzooks. funny. That's like a cartoon thing. This one's weird. It, it stems from the term God's hooks, which are a reference to the, <laughs> which are a reference to the nails used in the cross, the crucifixion. That's where Gadzooks came from. It's just like an exclamation. Can you use that in a sentence? Gadzooks, the cat just shat on the rug. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's just kind of like an ex- exclamation. That's a uh, word of the day, folks. Gadzooks, God's hooks, yeah. crucifixion. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Good times. I guess that's in the vein of like, holy shit. Yeah, okay. Maybe. Yeah, no, maybe. I accept it's not like a uh, curse word or anything. Uh, this is an easy one. Fuck. Do you know what cut to the chase means? Yeah. Explain what you mean already. Like, get to the point, son. Nailed it. Exactly. <laughs> verbatim. That means exactly in the same words. Uh, this one's a little tougher. And I've said this, and I've heard a lot of people say this. Scott Free. Like, he got away Scott Free. Like, I always see Scotty from Star Trek. Beat me up, Scotty. <laughs> is that what I mean? It's... Scott Free? No. <laughs> Fuck! This one, again, is a weird one. William Scott? What? No. William Wallace? It's Scotland. It's not entirely. You're close on the globe. Like if you were pointing at where that's at, you're not yeah. entirely in in a different area from where okay. this. Is it's from. derogatory, isn't it? Scott S K O T was a Norse slash Icelandic word for tax. 
And oh, it just okay. like during the Europeanization of all the peoples. Yeah. Uh yeah, it just got kind of picked up and you get away scot free, tax free. Yeah. And you no get shit. away without shit. That's cool. Uh well that's fucking random. That's one of those ones yeah. that like there's no there's no almost zero tie. There's a little bit of tie in the meaning, but Right. I don't know how you'd ever know that just no, by that. saying Scott. Uh, Beat me up, Scotty. This is actually one of the ones that we had a dispute over. Uh oh. If the shoe fits, wear it. What does that mean? Because this person got it wrong, really oh. bad. I I would I would think uh, it means uh, like walking a day in somebody else's shoes. Like that's a little different, is it? Yep. It's not quite the same. If the shoe fits, wear it. Like, if you fall into the opportunity, even though it wasn't what you thought it would be, then take that chance. There's... <laughs> you remind me of Carl Pilkington with that. Like, you've caught on to a subplot there. Like, I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm not saying that's wrong. That's good. Yeah. That was a good one. It yeah. could mean that. Maybe we all just don't know that. Indeed. You're fucking... You have to be on the Pilkington subtext. level to get that. Uh, it, it more or less means if it suits you, do it. Or, and this is what it generally means, even though it's kind of, it, it seems like a stretch, but it's it's what it actually means. It means if something more or less has the qualities of something, it is that. Okay. Like, if I said, you know, because of this, you might, you might think I was a bum. Yeah. And you say, if the shoe fits, wear it. Yeah. You're saying, well, if you look like a fucking bum, well, you probably a bum. are a fucking yeah. bum. Uh, well, I'm not, wrong. I'm not a next... podcaster, but I'm a podcaster. Because I'm not really a podcaster, but I am doing a podcast. Yeah. That's true. It is what it is. This one, how would you say it? Do you say nip it in the bud or nip it in the butt? Because I've heard both quite Oh, a few times. yeah. Like, I think it's supposed to be bud. Like, nip the, like a flower bud, right? Thank you. I don't know how people get that <laughs> one wrong. What does that mean? Nip it in the butt. Yeah. Fucking pinch it. Yeah. Uh, Play grab ass over here. This one, this one... Even knowing it still kind of surprises me. Is it you've got another thing coming or you've got another think, T-H-I-N-K, coming? Oh, uh, I would assume thing. It is not. Think? It is you've got another think coming. Is th That phrase, the original one, is that. And it's because it's only part of the whole phrase. Uh, that doesn't make sense to me. The entire phrase if is if that's what you think, you've got another think coming. And oh, it, okay. it, for somehow it got picked up and just kind of changed at some point to well, isn't that a song? Yeah, like <laughs> you've got another <laughs> thing coming. Yeah. Da, da, da. yeah. That's weird. That is weird. That's a weird one. That's a weird and thing it's, to say. It's especially weird because it's perf it's purposefully not grammatically correct. Like it's it's kind of like yeah. a yeah. Uh, Maybe that's where the holdup is. You've got another think coming. This one you've probably heard people say. Is it correct to say, like, I've done a complete 360? Like, when people are, are more or less trying to say they've change their no. course wildly <laughs> no yeah. you did a 180 maybe exactly <laughs> yeah, but... 180 means you're facing the other way yeah. people say 360 and yeah. it's like well congratulations you're where you fucking were yeah. mate you know yeah you did a 540 yeah. do a 540 yeah, at least at least you're <laughs> like yeah. do some 1080 snowboarding oh, uh, top 10 cartridges and then the last one is the one top yeah. 10 list 
the last one is the one that you you almost said because you were kind of getting getting to that concept is a shoe in like someone's a shoe in yeah what does that mean that means donald trump's gonna be our president <laughs> he's, a, he's a motherfucking shoe in. Motherfucking shoe in. Somebody threw a shoe at Bush. <laughs> I remember that clip. But uh, is it is it S C or is it S H O E or is it S H O O? Is it shoe in or what's a fucking sh- what's shoe like? Shoe shoe like oh shoe fucking... away. Well, they shoeing in something seems like not grammatically correct, but we have established no. It actually that is. Oh, really? You can yeah. shoe in something. I was I always assumed I'll be honest I, if like I always thought it was shoe like S H O E like footwear yeah footwear he's a footwear in yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's actually the other one I would imagine yeah now that it's, it's been explained it came from a horse racing oh and, shoe him into the fucking thing well kind of but not entirely like it actually shoeing is when you like yeah. like you want to shoe the chickens or shoe the goat out of the house or something. <laughs> And the idea... I don't know why I have a goat in the fucking house. <laughs> I don't have a goat in my house. I, I said that, like, here, fucker. casually. Like, I just, like, goats are in houses where I'm hanging out. Uh, okay. But the concept is that, like, this Imagine person is so... devil eyes, like... Oh, they do have fucking sh- weird... They have those weird oblong yeah, pupils. Yeah, fuck. Uh, I remember seeing them on Futurama. They have, like, yeah. the hypno-toad or the hypno-goat yeah, right. or something. yeah. And then I found out they really look like that. Yeah, it's freaking... Up. Yeah. I cut you off. I'm sorry. It's no, it's like, fine. Like, the visual I had. The concept is is that this this horse or whatever is so... Like, it's so sure of a thing that they're going to win that you he doesn't even need to compete. We can just shoe him into the winner's circle. Oh. Okay. That's what that comes from. And it's often confused with, like, shoe. He gets shoe in the brain. It's like, yeah. he's a shoe in. Like, he's got his shoe in the door. Yeah. Different... These are idioms. Some... Yeah. Most of them are idioms. That's a different idiom. That's funny. That's like a salesman. Yeah, I've, I've got my shoe, shoe in the door, door means yeah. it's it's getting rapey in here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> about to go down. It's like a home invasion movie. Yeah. That's the no, but that's a different. Yeah, but that's a, that's a classic like uh, uh, like a movie trope or something where like the guy's foot. Oh in yeah, the door that's stops totally it. a thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Got my shoe in the door. Right. It's not the same as a shoe in. You're right. But you do yeah. have a shoe in That's the interesting, because that like, kind of shit is... Uh... It's crazy how much that stuff... Like, I, I didn't take any... These were all ones that I knew. I wanted to be, like, yeah. uh, legitimate with it. Like, I knew all these already. But uh, when I was looking to confirm some of these, there's tons that I didn't know. Yeah. Like, I can't think of any offhand, but... Yeah, there's so many, like, phrases you and know, stuff thought... that are brought in from other places. I thought it was going to be, like, a vaguely racist thing, like... How old people say like cotton picking or something like that. Like literally, that's where yeah. I thought you were going with this. Like, I've heard somebody that is, say that. That's before. one of those kind like, of things. People, you, I've heard people say that. You can't say that anymore. Cotton picking. Did you see the viral clip of the guy? Uh, it was a, a, a black man talking about a field trip that he went on when he was a kid. And uh, it was like uh, all of these, all these guys in Are his class. Are they picking cotton or something? They gave him bags of cotton, told him to go out to the field and have fun. And it was primarily, primarily a, ca- a class of black kids. Go connect with your ancestors. I was like, and he's like, he's telling it, like, up. he's telling it to his boys, and they're all like, people are laughing. That is not appropriate. And it's like, it's a funny, it was a funny video, but I was like, the uh, like, you, sh- you probably shouldn't. What the you probably should have done that. <laughs> yeah. At, yeah. Just, How does that just at the bag of cotton, 
borderline. <laughs> like, that's questionable already. Yeah. You're probably going to raise some eyebrows. Yeah. But yeah, then just have them run off into the field. Yeah, exactly. Holy shit. Yeah, it's funny. I don't know. It's I saw a fa- it was a Facebook viral <laughs> ve- meme video type thing. But wow. Um, I guess the other big news that we've had this week is we have all kinds of famous people. Um, and people prominent suddenly all these people are dying yeah like last the last few weeks nobody died did yeah. you know that nobody died and then like three people died yesterday and it's it's pandemonium right? <laughs> <laughs> i don't really know what to say in these situations for people that didn't really like i obviously like prince had a a profound effect on a lot of people and like a lot of artists and stuff he like almost that. had to have had a but... small effect on almost everybody I don't really because like, of the influence. He, what I mean, even if it's like uh, indirect, because of the influence he oh, had on yeah, music on and stuff, artist or something. Well, yeah, like even if you don't like Prince, you almost certainly like an artist that was heavily influenced or di- directly influenced, influenced by. Because yeah. uh, Prince, <laughs> we have there's a dip over here. I don't know if you like wonder why there's so much movement. <laughs> yeah. I upgraded to my office chair, and you're you're still on the squeaky squeaky wooden yeah, ship. Yeah, you're all over. And I'm yeah, it's like there's a general slope this way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, because uh, one of the songs that shocks me is I think "Manic Monday" by the Bangles. Mm-hmm. It's a song he fucking wrote. Oh, really? It's their yeah, biggest song, and Prince wrote that song. Oh, I, I I'm pretty sure I could be wrong, but. Uh, but yeah, like in that way, he has like this knock-on effect with yeah. all kinds of people who he wouldn't think of True. being influenced by Prince. Well, and I think he did it his own way, and they were talking about how he's like an androgynous, and like it, it was something that wasn't really done, and he kind of did his own thing from the start when people weren't really... There wasn't a lot of people doing that kind of stuff. Oh my god, then. no. Like, no, was, he like made a genre of music, yeah. basically, or pioneered it anyway. But, like, but Purple Rain, like I couldn't sing that you the lyrics right now if I tried to sing them. I and I know that's one of I those, know the like, I know so many of the guitar parts. Yeah, well that because they get kind of like But I think like in it to have uh you know, if there's an influence there that I wish that I could appreciate it more as for what it was, but I don't have like I just don't have a connection with him. Yeah. See, my wife like, is a person of color. Right. So, like, I've listened to a moderate amount of Prince. Like, I know me some Jackson 5. Like, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know all that stuff. never been something that I've listened Motown, to much, I guess. All that shit. Yeah, it's not my favorite stuff, but it's like listening to Michael Jackson or something. Like, well, I, that, I, I just cannot deny, like, how fucking great some of these songs right, are. It's, right. it's like, one of those I, things. Gonna, that's exactly what I was going to say. Is like the, or, and then, like, the performance side of it. Like, uh, sure. My, Michael Jackson comes to the mind comes to mind too like even if he was just a recluse that just recorded in a fucking hole in the wall and you only ever heard him Mm -hmm. he's crazy like it's crazy like how good he did what he did yeah uh but then his performance like like watching prince perform was like i I couldn't imagine going and seeing him live like it's probably mind-blowing yeah uh because i've went and seen some people that i don't necessarily love uh, but watching them live it's was a, just a great. different thing. Yeah. Uh, Boys to Men. I went and saw Boys to yeah, Men yeah, a few yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. Fucking great concert. Yeah. Like it's just really great. It was it was small. And if you ask me, like, you want to go see some Boys to Men? I'd be like, well, not, I think I not did. really. I was like, really, Boys to Men? And you were like, well, Erica wants to see it, and I was like, well, yeah, it makes sense. It probably yeah. isn't going to be too bad, but like, it's not something. That was cool. But it's probably entertaining. As it well. was cool. A lot of good songs. They're great performers. Well, we talked about how like different things can. We talked about like communities and being like a 
there's there was him. no dickheads at that concert. Yeah, right. Well, like at the him concert, like that's such a different like um, a lot. Oh, yeah. of, they're entertaining as shit. Like he is one of the most charismatic lead singers, and used to like smoking cigarette left and right, throwing it, never missing a beat. And it's just like there's all this stuff going on, and it's uh, nobody's ever seen undeniable. him live. One of the things that they do a lot is the band will continue to play while Villa goes and has a smoke break. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. shit. Yeah, like, he did that like yeah. three times. Right, and they just like. Uh, like they switched to playing some like light jazz bass lines and stuff. Yeah. It was fucking great. It was, it, was, it was awesome. It was hilarious. But you would think that like the way that he acts on stage, and he's that's one of my favorites. So that's that's where I got to. But he would ultimately have some sort of Prince had to have some sort of influence on him the way that he acts oh as God, a frontman yeah. and stuff. You know, like he's he's kind of androgynous kinda sometimes like and like sexual little feminine, swagger. Sexual, yeah, like like yeah. Uh, if nobody knows Villa Valla, look him up. Uh, yeah, go watch some old him videos. It's he's he's like prince in a lot of ways he's an incredibly unique person like yeah. you cannot just find another performer who's like him right uh and it's not that we're not trying to be like again i'm not trying to deny the greatness that was that man i just wish i don't have as big a connection directly to him as what i think some people are feeling right now because oh, yeah. it's a huge picture thing when, in the news picture when michael jackson died like, like right. it, it makes me feel the same way where, like, I loved a lot of the music, but as far as having some, like, emotional tie to Michael Jackson as a person, I, I just really didn't. With him, there's a little bit more to it. Some of the shit that he did later in life that you kind of took a personal, a lot of the personal ties away. You're like, I have to remove myself from this guy. Here's a tie-in. Didn't Kevin Smith, was it, was it Kevin Smith that had some Prince stories? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, my God, yeah. you gotta go watch them. We'll link yeah. them. Uh, in one of the evenings with Kevin was, Smith. He's got, a, like, a fucking 40-minute Prince talking about it's yeah. hilarious yeah. like prince was such a weird guy like he he yeah, was just so it was, weird yeah. wasn't it like uh one of the things was he was prince was losing his fucking mind because he needed giraffes for the party in like a day or two something like something crazy it, like yeah that, like he wanted giraffes at this party and he was losing his shit over yeah. it and it's like what I don't know how Kevin Smith was involved in it though. Like I don't remember like why I forget, he was but there, he but was. it was entertaining as shit. It's a good oh, story. Man. It's a really good, good story. Stuff. Uh China. Joni Lauer, the uh professional wrestler, was the other person that passed away. And again, I have more of a connection with her than I do with Prince, really. For sure. Because I was her childhood. And... Yeah, I, that was when I like with the heyday of me watching wrestling was during the attitude era with her and Degeneration <laughs> X and her coming out with Triple H and being this this humongous uh, she was an Amazon, the ninth Amazon, the ninth wonder of the world. Like you know, and it, she was always, she, and she was one of the first women to fight guys. She wrestled with guys because she could, she, she had the stature to do it. Yeah, yeah. and then um, you know, unfortunately, she got into like porn and stuff. Like, and I don't think, and I think that happens to a lot of wrestlers after not necessarily going into porn, but having to do things. I was gonna say, I don't, I don't know that that's well, a Hulk Hogan totally natural transition. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen that. No, I don't me need either. To. But uh, I don't. I don't want to see a leathery hot dog. Fuck. Well, I was gonna say he already has hot dog skin. I don't need to yeah. see his actual fucking yeah, hot, hot dog, dog skin. Uh, but I had like that's it's sad to me. But I don't. I, without going in, some people thought it was like drug related and stuff, and I don't know, and I don't want to pretend to know. Um, it's just that this isn't like this is, seems to be a common thing with wrestlers, and I know that oh, yeah, they're because, doing a lot more now to kind of combat it. But well, it's not like uh, sports where they really crack down on on like uh, substance abuse. They are uh, now because of like Chris Benoit and shit, like the and, stuff that he did. Uh, the big thing was always uh, I don't know what you call them because they're not all steroids, but that type of thing, like yeah, performance physique. Enhancers. 
Yeah. Well, that's well, some of that's the problem is that a lot of those are physique enhancing drugs, yeah. and they have detrimental effects on your your health and stuff. Yeah. Uh, because like you said, I don't I don't know if anything's come out yet. Uh, surely they haven't done an autopsy and right. stuff yet. But yeah. uh, no, some of that stuff we definitely shouldn't jump to any conclusions because yeah. uh, it's perfectly possible that it just caught up with her. Uh, all of the things she had done in the past to get to the size and and have the kind of physique and stuff yeah. she had, like it's perfectly plausible right. that, that she had a heart attack. Or something. Yeah, she just she was only forty five. Some kind of cardiac failure right. or something like so that's really like, common. That's, I think a lot of times you jump to those conclusions whenever uh, you hear or read something like that. Unless it's like a car accident or something, you almost yeah. always assume that it's drugs something anymore like because that. so many people have yeah. like well, genuine problems. They with found stuff. her in her home, you know, and so and that's, it's a, yeah. like what. Um, at a forty a forty five year old woman, you don't think is necessarily going to have uh, those type of issues, but it could have been something related to she had, like drugs of abuse that she took over the years. She's like most wrestlers; like they have a pretty well, unique not, physiological uh, experience in life. Yeah, like as far well, as what they go through, what they're expected to put their bodies through, because at different periods, like there have been some kind of dark periods in wrestling mm-hmm. where uh, things became way more popular than people would like to admit that they were yeah. like uh, certain substances and yeah like i think there years ago there was a bunch of stuff with hgh and right and right. all that just different just, yeah because it, it's i evolves over time like, like i say what, steroids everybody knows what i mean but yeah. it's not all steroids well it might not have been steroids it might have been they work different uh pain medication that she was yep. taking because of the bumps and stuff that the flying off the top fucking ropes people and get stuff. get yeah, opiate addictions and, well and she had neck issues i think that like they wrote it into a story like one of the stories for her was that she was wrestling and she became paralyzed because she had a neck issue and stuff. And I think that was like closer to the end of her WWE career. But like that was a whole a whole story. They did some pretty risky shit back in the nineties, like some stuff like that. Oh, but God, yeah, cage yeah. matches. Um, <laughs> well, I, I mean, that's not even cage matches. Just, it was just, just regular, regular stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would imagine a lot of the stuff because I don't watch a lot of wrestling now. But I'd I'd imagine it's different. It's a lot different now. It's a like lot different. Now. Tombstone pile drivers and not nearly as much, man. <laughs> Not nearly as much of that and stuff. And certainly no, like, pile drivers off of tables. No, no <laughs> fucking pile, pile, dri- crazy no like pile that. drivers at all. None. After uh, Stone Cold, like, hurt his... He got pile drived and fucked up, and it... it was so easy to do something yeah, like that wrong. Right. Like, a lot of things, you know, you do it wrong, and you end up thumping the guy a little harder than you want to, but some of that stuff, you do you it wrong, and you're like an neck. Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Fuck that. But, I mean, I'd like to... I kind of wanted to hit on it, because it's like a thing... Like, it's something that a lot of people are it's, talking everybody's about. Everybody's talking about it, I don't yeah. want to, uh, I don't want to demean it or anything like that. I just, I wish that there was something more that I could say. Like, I, again, I have more of a connection to the wrestler than I do the musician. But, um, you know, it's sad. It's sad all the way around, especially if it was something that wasn't. Uh, more than likely, China was influenced by Prince. There controlled. Yeah, there you go. Tie-in. There you go. Do you have anything else? No, I just saw the last thing on your list. It's Tracer. Do you want to close with that? Yeah, that's We fine. can talk about some shit. Yeah. Yeah, here's the storm. Uh, Overwatch is coming out. I think we talked about it a little bit. Or was that us upstairs I think talking? I was just up, yeah. uh, we talk a fucking lot. It's hard yeah. to remember when when the lights are on and when they're not. Yeah. Uh, totally just slipped. What is the... Uh, Overwatch. Overwatch, Overwatch yeah. is a Blizzard's first-person shooter, mm-hmm. squad-based kind of unique take on the genre that's coming out in approximately two weeks something like that yeah soon Soon. it's coming out soon and uh heroes of the storm is a conglomerate of all the characters or a bunch of characters from all the blizzard games like uh, diablo 3 
uh, all the StarCraft games. Warcraft. Warcraft. Lost Vikings. Lost Vikings. <laughs> uh, and now, like, Overwatch is going to start contributing Diablo. characters. Oh, Diablo. Yeah. And the first one is Tracer. And are we taking our audience for granted? These Are these Hearthstone players well, or not? Uh, see, I think that we need to, like, with this, because of her mechanics are so much different, that we can explain it a little bit. Uh, because because she does some shit that not of the other characters do, so I think it's worth pointing out. Yeah, like even like how, her basic attacks don't right, work the same way. Exactly. Uh, there's different classes. Uh, if you if you've ever played WoW or something, like there's just roles. Like right. there's tanks. There's damage dealers of two types, like ranged and melee. Yeah. And then there's like supports and some assist type characters that, right. that help people and do a little damage themselves. Right. Uh, Tracer is an assassin. Yeah. She's a ranged damage dealer, and. Uh, Everybody in Hearthstone only has four abilities for the most part. Heroes of the Storm. Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. Uh, hers are really unique. Her first ability has charges, and they I think they're like six seconds, and they recharge, and they, you have three of them stacked. And whenever you hit it, you teleport a short distance in the direction that you use it in. And you do yeah. this three times, and I mean, you can go really fast. You can go like, yeah. blip, blip, blip. Yeah. Uh, her second ability, what is her W? I can't think of what it is. Oh, uh, melee. She's got a melee. That's it. Yep. Uh, and you can't target it, which is kind of odd. Uh, if you hit her W, it hits the nearest person with a melee attack. Right. And it prioritizes other other Heroes people, or minions. but it'll hit anything, yeah. whatever's closest. Like if a minion's way closer, it'll hit that, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh, and then her other ability interacts with her first ability and whenever you hit it it has a long cooldown and it teleports you to wherever you were three seconds ago and it's crazy like if you think of how that interacts with the uh the teleport ability there's right. all kinds of shit you can do mm -hmm. like there's genuinely a lot of stuff like you can dive in on people like say you want to be over there but you can't because it's too risky you can teleport over there jump over three times or two or whatever do some damage, like maybe kill a guy, yeah. or just Empty push them out of lane. Melee them, and then reverse back. And then hit your button, and you just like instantly appear where yeah. you were. And all of those abilities reload her, her primary weapon. Her primary weapon, her basic attack, is the guns that she has in the game. And unlike any other hero, her... Most of, those, most of people's attacks are controlled by either magic, rage, or some sort of... Uh, Thing like that hers are just she has clips she has yep. clips of bullets basically. 20 shots in a clip yeah and they're fast like she goes brr, 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 yeah. and that's probably like five or six shots yeah and you can reload with d yeah you reload yourself but those actions the uh the blink and the the rewind automatically reload her for you so like there's a timing thing i wonder what, what do you know what level of difficulty she is like as a play type hard is it hard yeah. it seems like it would be because if your timing's on she's gonna be insanely hard to kill if your timing's off, you're fucked. Yeah. Like, there are some characters where her, their abilities do a lot of damage. Right. Like, uh, there's uh, the one caster guy who, if you get close to him and he uses one ability, it puts a bomb on you, and it's going to hit uh, you. Oh, yeah. KT. None of her abilities are like that. That's mm -hmm. why she's interesting. Yeah. Like, one of the, the recent ranged assassins was Li Ming, and mm -hmm. she's like the polar opposite of this chick. Right. She hits hard. Yeah. Like, really hard. All of her abilities. All of her abilities hit yeah. hard. None of Tracer's abilities do much damage. No. The melee does, but again, you can't control it. Right. So it's kind of like you might teleport, you might dive in on somebody and it doesn't fucking Well, she almost them. has two escapes. Kind of, we'll say one and a half if you want to yeah. be like technical about it. She has like more escapes than other people because you can blink out of things. Like you can blink out of 
And uh, talents change it. Like right. one of the talents gives you an extra charge on your blink. Uh, there, there, you know, there's a bunch mm-hmm. of things that modify these. Like one of the ones is whenever you use your teleport to send you back to wherever you were three seconds ago, it heals you it heals for you all too. the damage yeah. you take in the interim. Right. Well, uh, then you have um, the other unique thing about this character is that she, her ultimate, is from the jump. You have her R, which is your your you fourth skill. It. It's from the jump. It progresses like at ten. You is normally whenever you get your ultimate. But every other character, I think, with maybe one exception, uh, you you don't get your ult till ten. Ten. Your yeah. ultimate is that what they call it? Your ultimate yeah, ability. Yeah, that's what basically what I hear most people call it. <clears throat> but no, it's interesting yeah. because she's she's good. Like one of the builds I was using. Uh, a lot of the talents don't matter. It's personal preference. Uh, the level 20 talent's always one of your biggest, most influential talents. For every character. Uh, if you reload, it'll show a little bar, and the reload thing is quick. Like, mm-hmm. it'll show a little progress thing, like it's winding down. It's right. like, you're not loaded, reloaded. Right. If you tap the reload button again in the last half of your reload, it gives you a 25% bonus damage on that clip. Right. That whole, the whole clip. And you can do it... Uh, you can do it any time. Like, say I missed it. I can let one auto attack go off, tap the reload button, and she'll start reloading, and then you can tap it again and do it. Yeah. Uh, well, it that's, it's, that adds another com- uh, element of complexity to this character. Too. You're going to be doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, she genuinely, I think, is going to be hard to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like Lee Ming. People she's going to be fun as fuck to play. People are going to talk a lot of right. trash about, like, she's too strong. Oh, she's okay. And then they're yeah, going to yeah. play her, and they're going to be like, oh my god. Yeah. I'm super mobile, but I die and I don't seem to do a ton up. of damage. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but there's a couple of cool talents. We won't dwell on it. No. Uh, some of the, the standout talents that really change things, uh, one of them was a talent that makes your melee hit everything within range. Yeah. Uh, which really changes her. Like, you can now dive in on characters and creep waves and stuff and probably probably damn near kill them because your melee does hit yeah. hard. Yeah. And then blink out. And it just lets you do all kinds of stuff. It's going to be fun to play her. It's going to be fun, I'm but it's going to be complicated. You said she's in the game right now, and you can only play her if you're already in the Overwatch beta, which yeah. I wish I was. Me too. I just don't have 60 bucks. Is it 60? It's 60 bucks. Oh, I was thinking it was 40. Shit. 60. Because I bought please. Warhammer 40K, Eternal Crusade. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't buy it, but I got it. But I could have I could have refunded that right away. Yeah. I was thinking about it, but yeah, I didn't realize it's fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not cheap, but it, like I'm excited. I want to play her. It's I've excited. I'm more excited to play games. against her. Like I do. Can't chase her. Cannot chase her. No, I learned that in two games. You can't chase her. I haven't played against her yet. Yeah, I played against her, and you can't chase her because she's she has a lot of weaknesses. She does have a lot of weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you, you can't really chase her down, but like you like playing murky. With, yeah, his, with his octograb, be, yeah. she's she's one of those characters that's fucked. Yeah. I would imagine because yeah. I don't, I wouldn't think you could time travel out of yeah, that. I don't think because I think it depends on what would uh, what those holds do to you. Because some prison of them make them like, is gonna fuck her right. up. Yeah, but like that, even even bone prison, uh, bone prison's uh, Zol the necromancer. From yeah, but like Diablo. she, what if she rewinds? You get two right seconds. At, yeah. So yeah, she could be two like a screen and a half away by then. Right. So it'd be interesting. Yeah. Uh, We'll see what happens with her, but I'm sure we'll talk about it again once she comes out, and we'll give you a review and stuff. We're like again, this is also something that we would like to do would be doing more uh, Heroes of the Storm videos. We just have so much other shit going on that we can't really devote our time to an hour long podcast each week and other other stuff. 
And we're blinking. What was that? Was I that? don't know. That means we need to wrap it up, I guess. Well, I think we're probably almost good. Yeah, we're good. No, but that is something we're going to do. You see our tube back here. This is actually a beautiful CRT television. And we're going to use it. We're going to play some games and shit. Yeah. I'm going to go eat some Chinese food. Are you? <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> that's I got good. waiting for me. That sounds good to me because I didn't eat much nice. besides chili stuff and and that. But I, I kind of like that segment, so I think that we'll probably do that again. We talked about um, on the next podcast, what, how does that thing go? Same bat time, same bat channel. On the, on the next episode of the Rogue Agenda podcast, yep. we could possibly be eating chocolate-covered ants and grasshoppers. Next episode is a special episode. Episode 10, we're going to do something a little special. We're going to so. shave our heads and uh, show... Oh, show. yeah, I shaved my head. I know nobody cares about that at all, but first time in my life I've actually shaved it with a razor. Yeah. I've buzzed it for, for many years, but I took the plunge. I have a chrome... I have chromedomia. <laughs> So I'm sorry like, if I've been yeah. blinding people. With the shiny. I'm one of those head. guys now. It's like, can you tilt your head, sir? Yeah. You're fucking. You can see it on Joe Rogan's head too. It's funny. Can you? Yeah. It's nice. I like For it. Sure. My wife likes it. She likes other things. I covered it in baby oil and we rubbed didn't... it. <laughs> rubbed it all over. He's me. not talking about his head. <laughs> and that's the end of the Rogan Channel podcast. We'll see you guys see next, you next week. week. Shagook. Peace. Peace.